The following KQED production was produced in high definition. Yes, check these people. It's all about looking your play. The food was just fabulous. I should be in psychoanalysis for the amount of money I spend in restaurants. I had a horrible experience. I don't even think we were at the same restaurant. And everybody, I'm sure, saved room for those desserts. You better. Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. We have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two go check them out to see what they think. If you missed a show, you can visit the website to watch past episodes, download them via podcast, or you can catch them on demand. This week, multimedia designer Jamie Locke charts the flavors of Louisiana that are combined with some Pacific ingredients at her chosen restaurant. It's in a tucked away place with an irregular schedule and the best bread pudding around. Reporter Stanley Roberts investigates the source of what he says is the best beef in town. At his traditionally decorated restaurant, they specialize in one cut of beef along with sides and dessert. It's a place where you won't leave hungry. But first, winery operations manager Brian Jones likes to blend the flavors of southern France and northern Italy with the local wines at his pick. In the beautiful town of Sonoma, it's on Napa Street and it's called the Sonoma Meritage Martini Oyster Bar and Grill. I love cooking. I grew up in restaurants. Uh, what I love to do is cook food for friends, and when you come to Meritage, I really feel like you're a friend. Hey, here you go. We are a martini and oyster bar here in the middle of wine country. On any given night, you could have upwards to eight to nine different wineries represented. They'll come in for martinis, they'll come in for tequila shots, they'll come in for signature cocktails. They love to come in for oyster happy hour. We have oysters from all over the United States. crab, live lobsters, uh, a lot of wild game as well, fresh, fresh steaks and chops. You know, we have a very extensive wine list, mostly focused on local wines as well as some special imports from Italy and Spain. My staff is very friendly, we're here to have fun, we're not, uh, we're not stuffy. Uh, many of my staff members come from Nepal, most of them are Sherpa guides and some at Everest, so they're a lot of fun to talk to. It's kind of, we, we have a little philosophy, we go Zen in the dining room and Latino in the kitchen. So, it's, uh, it's a nice balance. Okay, Sonoma Meritage, why do you love this restaurant? I think there are a lot of great restaurants in Sonoma, but Meritage in particular has something for everybody. You can go in there pretty much every night of the week if you chose to, and never have exactly the same experience. Uh, the, the different types of cuisine that are available, the fresh seafood, the environment, you can dine indoors or outdoors. Uh, it's a nice blend. And the chef is Italian, correct? He's an he American is. Italian. He's American Italian. Um, he's from northern Italy and I think uh, very closely follows the food that's dearest to his heart. And but it's uh, with, with fresh California ingredients. It's not an Italian menu. Absolutely. Per se. And I think the highlight is, is fresh seafood. 
Mm -hmm. uh, particularly if you like uh, lobster right out of the tank or you want a seafood platter that has a variety of different things on it, um, then it's the right spot. Why it's called Oyster Bar and Grill, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's also nice that it has the martini bar. They have a wonderful wine selection. And so it's just a very well-rounded restaurant. Right. How was yeah. your experience at uh, Sonoma Maritage? Well, um, I was really excited to be able to go down to uh, Sonoma or up to Sonoma because I you know, was able to make a day of it and do some wine tasting. And so we had a nice early dinner. Um, it was Did really you sit inside or outside? Well, actually, we ended up sitting outside, mm -hmm. and um, that's one of the things I kind of wished I would have sat inside okay. because um, the outdoor area was um, kind of like a structured, like frame tent, and it had like all this tulle or like wedding fabric almost like wrapped around it. So it just seemed really odd to me because it's like very dusty in Sonoma. It just seemed like an abandoned wedding reception or something. <laughs> but the cocktail menu was great. Great, unique selection. Did you have um, a martini? I did not have a martini, but I had something called a Bellini, mm -hmm. which was sparkling wine Correct. with a fresh puree peach. of peach. And it was just amazing. And, and dishes, what did you have? We noticed that a lot of people were ordering a fresh chilled seafood platter and that's what we ended up getting. And it was very generous, a lot of huge portions. It was um, very fresh. Oysters, did you have oysters? What oysters, have? clams, yeah. Is crab. this what you had, Stanley? He's uh, over here uh, going, well. Uh, one of my, my wife had the uh, breaded oysters, which I thought had way too much bread on it. I like okay. the taste of the oyster, not the bread. Okay. So yeah. that didn't quite appeal to me that much. Mm -hmm. But when actually when I arrived at the restaurant and we walked in the door, it was one of those E.F. Hutton moments. All of a sudden, everybody just stopped like, who the heck is this guy coming in here? Well, you're very imposing. See, <laughs> you have this—you know—you have this very, very powerful presence. Uh, it That's was, it. it. It was more like a raisin in a bowl of rice type oh, syndrome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry, but but uh, it was that like, would surprise me. Actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. the diversity like of the crowd there. Well, that day it was—it was just kind of strange. It's just right. the service wasn't that great. Uh, the food. We—I had the uh, the, the um, chicken, uh, the free-range chicken. Mm -hmm. I did like the flavor, but it was a little bit too foo fooish for me. Just a little bit. I mean. You're not a foo-foo kind of guy? I'm not a foo-foo kind of guy. <laughs> um, I would say that some of the dishes, uh, frou-frou-y, if you will, uh, <laughs> wine they're country, complex. Wine country, frou-frou. Yeah. There's a lot of blending of flavors and so forth, and I find that a little intriguing, and I also think it's interesting to match wines with that type of food. It makes a, um, a more global experience, if you will. Uh, they do have a terrific wine list at, at uh, Meritage. They do, and in fact, um, the menu uh, begins with a number of Meritage varietals. Uh -huh. and, and, and you bring up a good point. People confuse the pronunciation of Meritage versus Meritage, which is a, is a blend um, of Bordeaux-style varieties from California, from Washington State. Um, and it's um, a combination of the words merit and heritage. So it's actually, if you see a Meritage blend on a wine list, it's pronounced Meritage oh, wow. as opposed to Meritage. A little American history. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> And there are a few things on the list that you won't find any place mm -hmm. else. And um, that's important to me. I want to go to a restaurant that has a variety of wines on the list because that's a big part of the experience. What about desserts? Did anybody have I desserts? Had the apple yes. With the caramelized wafers. And it was very, it was very good. I enjoyed it. They mm -hmm. had a little bit of uh, uh, drizzle of chocolate on the bottom, and then they had the caramelized wafers between the apples. Saving the best for last. Yeah, right? that sounds that good. good. <laughs> that was good. All right. This is your restaurant, so tell people why they should make the drive to wine country and taste wine along the way and, and uh, enjoy Sonoma Meritage. Wonderful wine list, incredibly diverse quality of food, 
Um, absolutely great seafood, the freshest you can get in Sonoma, as far as I can tell. And, um, you know, there's just something for everyone. Y you can go there and pretty much find something on the menu that's going to suit you any night of the week. All right. Your thoughts? Um, well, I think um, if I were to go back, I would probably go back for the cocktails and maybe some fresh oysters or something like that. I thought, um, and I would definitely sit inside, maybe even at the bar. The bar area looked really nice, but um, I just want to say, I think, I mean, I thought the service was really good, actually, and um, I think, I didn't feel like it was actually very foo-foo. I felt it was kind of a little Laid casual for, for Sonoma, so I would have preferred to sit inside, mm -hmm. um, definitely, mm -hmm. but um, probably not for a full dinner, but maybe for little cocktails and appetizers. Martini and oysters. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Stanley? Uh, you know, maybe I was too brutal for my first experience. It's but okay. I might go back, but I don't know. You know, it's like I didn't. I didn't feel like that was a place I'd just rush back to. Okay. I've been to a lot of restaurants in Napa, and uh, there are many that I would go back to, but I'm not really sure about that one. I, you know. All right. Well, if you would like to try Sonoma Meritage Martini Oyster Bar and Grill in Sonoma, the telephone number is 707-938-9430. It's open for lunch and dinner every day, with brunch on weekends, closed on Tuesdays. Reservations are recommended, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around Next, Jamie's place is way out in the avenues, not far from the beach, with Cajun and Zydeco music that sets the mood to take you to New Orleans. It's called Cajun Pacific Restaurant and Catering, and it's in San Francisco on Irving at 47th Avenue. Here at Cajun Pacific, we change the menu every single week. We've done uh, French bistro nights. We have done Hawaiian seafood nights. Uh, the cuisine is very authentic to New Orleans, but we do use as much of the Pacific ingredients and styles as we possibly can. I love having the freedom. It's uh, the freedom of, of being able to, to create new dishes as well as being able to revisit very classic dishes. I like to keep things fresh. I like to keep things fairly simple. I just want the ingredients to shine. combination of a neighborhood and a destination restaurant. We want people to know the environment is warm and open. I love to bring out food and see someone else looking at it and they're cribbing off each other's tables and that's what they end up ordering. I want the people to come in, I want them to sit down and I want them to be chatting and enjoy the feeling of the room and then when they get their food, I want them to be quiet because that means they're loving their food. And we get that a lot. Well, the room's a buzz and all of a sudden, silence and the sound of clinking forks and plates. We always joke around that we're trying to kill them with the food. Like we want it to be so good that they just, they can't believe that they had that. Okay, Jamie, this is a bit of um, New Orleans, right in the middle of San Francisco, isn't it? Yes, it is, out by the beach, which is crazy, and I wouldn't have ever known about it unless I lived out there. Um, I happened upon it one day, uh, walking down the street, and it's amazing. They take traditional Cajun cooking, and they infuse it with local ingredients, local produce, seasonal farmer's market uh, produce, and they just do these amazing things with traditional f 
Cajun food. So I love it. I think it's a great value. I love the ambiance. Um, I love that it's an open kitchen. You can watch the chef working his magic. It's just a great place all around. And it's tricky because it's only open on weekends, correct? Yes, that is correct. And I think, you know, part of the reason is because it, you know, there is no other, you know, it's not a commercial area. There's no right. shops or restaurants around there. So, I mean, really the only reason you're going down there is to, to go to the restaurant if you know about it. And what did you have for food? First of all, the f there was amazing food. I have to agree. I thought right. the, the, the quality of the food and the preparation was fabulous. Uh, we had a little bit of difficulty to start off with because it was tricky finding a place to park, but mm. eventually we did. <laughs> yeah. And when we got in spot. there, even though I had made the reservations a week in advance and then followed up because I was getting nervous about deadlines, <laughs> they didn't have us on the list. Oh. So I Ooh. was uh, Did you pull some strings? Did you, you I didn't know? have to. The waitress was very accommodating. Oh, okay. She just yeah, said, no problem. Come on and we'll find a seat for you anyways. It's a puny place. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think uh, you're right on top of the cook, which was great. It was kind of fun to watch him doing his thing. He chats with you a little bit. Well, you should yeah. kind of be a sous chef if you needed to be. You could yeah. almost do that, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. reach over the counter. <laughs> we started off with some little puff pastries that were filled with uh, lump crab meat and goat cheese. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. There were four of them, and that alone could have been a meal. Uh, I had some uh, andouille sausage and chicken gumbo. Mm -hmm. And it came with some wonderful little cornbread muffins that were out of this world. That, again, would have been enough for me. Right. And then we went into the entrees. And uh, really, it was just so much food, we ended up taking a lot of carryout mm -hmm. with right. us. But yeah. it was all very good. All right, tell me about your experience, though. I didn't know that in New Orleans, they eat their food in a closet. I really <laughs> didn't. Uh, this place was so tiny. Uh, I have to say, though, the food was incredible. Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoyed the food. I just thought it was just a little bit too small. And, um, but there is no lobby area to wait. There's no it's lobby. Not, it's right. like you're either outside mm -hmm. or you're right there right. standing next to somebody else, you know, right. mm -hmm. watching their food going, mmm, that sure looks good. I want some. <laughs> Give mm. me that gumbo. Give me that gumbo, yeah. <laughs> move, move, move. Um, so we finally got a seat up in the corner by the window. And the, the only disappointing part was that our appetizer showed up an hour after we ordered it. We an got hour it an hour later we got our appetizer. Huh? And I had my two-year-old. And she started to get fidgety. Mm. So, you know, she's like, I'm getting, you know, you can tell because she starts grabbing everything. Right. And um, I had the uh, blackened uh, steak, mm -hmm. and uh, Carmen had the asabuco. Yeah. Mm. Asabuco. I'm amazed at what that chef can do. And, I mean, especially when the restaurant's really busy, he's the only one back there. And he, you know, part of it is he's paying so much attention to what he's doing back there. And right. he is... Just like I said, he's an artist. I mean, he really, you can see the intensity in when he's preparing these things. As far as I'm concerned, totally worth the wait. Right. Um, you know, I'm happy having another glass of wine waiting for, uh, you know, my appetizer or my entree, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy, but. And what are some of your favorites when you go? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I have a lot of favorites. Um, I love the crawfish beignets which are just delicious. They're kind of like cornbread, mm -hmm. um, hush puppies almost with crawfish in them. Um, I love the uh, crawfish Monica mm -hmm. for an entree. It's one of their signature entrees. It's um, this delicious pasta with mm. um, a creamy wine-based sauce. It's a little spicy and it has these fresh crawfish tails in because it. Because this type of food Amazing. can be spicy. So, well, I mean, in, yeah. in terms of... It was very, a good blend of spice right. yeah. and creaminess. Mm -hmm. it, and yeah, it's sweetness. never like so over the top, like right. spicy hot, or like, you know, they don't use like hot, you know, hot sauces or anything. Right. So, yeah. I 
I would say it was a little tacky. The decor and so forth is a little funny, you know. It, but I've never been to Mardi Gras or anything like that, so maybe that's just sort of normal. You don't wear beads. Yeah, I mean, you don't right, get the beads exactly. when you're Come on. There's beads all over the, the place, yeah, the then, and you know, they yeah. have, like, little plastic kind of crabs in the stuff. window. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so funky. I still want to play with the crab. But it's it, it sort of has a sense <laughs> of humor. It was fun. very light. Right. Yeah. I had fun with it. It's it's just like a jovial atmosphere. I just right. I There's just love seating it. for maybe 20 people. Nine tables. Nine tables. <laughs> yeah, you counted. Tables. Not, that's not big. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, any desserts you feel like mentioning? Bread pudding with whiskey sauce. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I so. Over yes. the top. Okay. Over, the top. Over the top. It's amazing. All right, Jamie, this is your place, so wrap it up and tell people why they should set aside a Friday or Saturday night to go All over right. Um, great. I mean, it is a neighborhood place. It's off the beaten track, but definitely it's worth the trek out there. Um, you won't be disappointed. Fun place. Great Cajun food with fresh California influences. I highly recommend it. Okay, Brian? I thought that, um, uh, let's just say the environment was charming <laughs> and the food was outstanding. Again, would definitely go back. All right, Stanley? I would, I would go back with a small crowd, small group, not too large. Uh, food is great. I enjoyed it. Uh, again, the parking issue could be a problem, but I, I would go back. I like it. All right. If you would like to try Cajun Pacific Restaurant and Catering, it's located on Irving at 47th in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-504-6652. It's open some Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays for dinner. Call to confirm the schedule and always call for a reservation. The average tab per person without drinks is around $30. For Stanley, the perfect meal takes the form of great beef, perfectly aged, perfectly cooked, and perfectly served. And he says that you can dress up or dress down and find it at the House of Prime Rib on Van Ness Avenue in San Francisco. The House of Prime Rib is here now since 1949. I took over in 1985, and uh, I believe we have a very unique restaurant. The name says it all. Prime rib, and we meet prime beef. We do one thing, and we do it exceptionally well. We have serve only Midwest corn-fed prime beef. Last year, we served over 240,000 pounds of beef. So we must do something right. What makes us different than any other beef house, the way we prepare our beef. We prepare it in rock salt. Actually, we bake it in it. From there, after we break the salt, we roll it to the table, slice it in front of the customer, and put it on the plate, and serve it. This is, it stays hot and juicy. When the customer tells you, I'm so full I can't eat anymore, that's as good as it gets. This is a compliment, as good as it gets. Okay, Stanley, let's talk about Beef. My nickname as a kid was Tyrannosaurus Rex, so. Mm. 
God, I love beef. Just give me a cow and a fork and I'm happy. <laughs> uh, House of Prime Rib is my favorite. I'm a man's man. I like beef with a side of beef. And they have the King Henry King cut. Henry VIII. Thank you. <laughs> King Henry VIII cut. They have the house cut. And they have thinner cuts too. But I like, sometimes I've had the King the Henry VIII, but it's like I can't finish it. I really can't. <laughs> yeah. And it's great service, great atmosphere. Uh, it's, it can be very crowded sometimes. And they have valet parking. Um, but it, it, I, I really enjoy it. I enjoy when the food comes out quickly. They bring the food out in this big tray, right. and you pick whatever cut you want, and they cut it right there for you. But it is only prime rib, as the name says. It's only prime rib, as the name says. Right. Why would you go? Why would you order seafood at a steakhouse? You know? <laughs> at the house of prime rib. <laughs> All right. Do you like prime rib? Because this will give us the clue. Whether I I do like prime rib. I I'm. Uh, a beef man as well, to some degree at least, and um, I thought the quality of the food was very good. But I also lived in Nevada for a number of years, and I'm probably a little tainted. You can get a decent cut of prime rib in any good casino for about $9.99 as the house <laughs> special. Mm. Uh, however, I thought um, it was an interesting place. The service was entertaining. Uh, the food portions were outstanding. It was definitely um, rich food. Uh, oh, come on. Yes. Yorkshire pudding <laughs> is not rich. Cream spinach? Rich. Cream spinach? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I almost felt like I could feel my cholesterol rising as I walked through the door. <laughs> um, the wine list, outstanding. You walk through the door and you see, yes. as you walk into the foyer, mm, the display of the wines that are available, and there were some excellent selections there. So that and, and enticed me. And quite good me. pricing, mm -hmm. actually, yes. not, you not, know, bad, not at all. bad pricing. Yeah. Um, and what about you, Jamie? I love the House of Prime Rib. It was great. Um, I really, I mean, from just even walking through the front doors, I mean, you feel like you're kind of traveling back to an era where mm -hmm. dining out is more of like a special occasion yeah. than just an everyday event that, you know, most people think of it now. Um, I thought the service was great. I love the interior. I love that it's all dark wood and it's very, amber it's light. It's very sort of old English style. Yeah, well. I love it, that. It feels like you can, have, yeah, mm -hmm. you can have one of those <laughs> moments in there, you know, it's like, I love you. Will you marry me? One of those moments. <laughs> well, you know? I might not have gone that far, but I mean, it was. <laughs> it Your was wife might be upset. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. Um, I loved it, and I thought that um, the food was great. I would have never probably gone there because I just usually opt for seafood or ethnic food or something a little different. Um, I'm usually not like in the mood for a huge side of beef. <laughs> you know, it doesn't occur to me. The, even the um, city cut, which is their, yes. their thinnest right. cut, is, is a pretty substantial oh, wow. yeah. was a lot of food. cut. There was a lot of right. food, but it was great. And I mean, I think if a place has been in business for that long and that's what they do and that's their specialty, I mean, it's hard to go wrong. Did you like the thing with the salad when they spin the bowl? Oh, I loved and it. I mean, you know, some the places. Theatrics. Yeah, it was like the theatrics. The exactly. service were yeah, entertaining, for I liked sure. It. Talk about the sides a little bit. Well, that would be, um, if I had anything to complain about, that would be it, that there's really not that much selection. You do get to choose the spiciness of your horseradish. You get to choose whether you want baked potato or mashed. But the, and then the size of the cut. Um, I like the end cut, and they um, promptly served me a beautiful end cut that was delicious. Yeah, I had the, 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 um, the house cut, and I still took it home and ended up eating it the next day. Yeah. So I was like, Man. Well, I was wondering what all those red bags were yeah, around that's what on they all were. the tables. Yeah. They were well, these cute I've little heard, red shopping though, bags. I've heard that if you actually can finish your cut, and I'm not sure which cut it is, they'll give you another. If it's that, and, and I'm like, trying, trying to like you're trying to kill him. You have to finish. I managed to get it all You managed to get it all right. I'm going back okay. today for the Henry VIII. Sorry, I got to oh try it. Oh my God, Brian, I'm so impressed. <laughs> I felt like I was going to explode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all you want to do is, you know, go home and go to sleep. Yeah. But, well, the server said, she, even when they were portioning out the salad and preparing that, I, my eyes just like 
I was like, whoa. And she's like, no one leaves here hungry. Exactly. <laughs> so I knew I was so. in for trouble. All right, and service, you felt was attentive? I thought, the, and I thought the service was great. Actually, one of the aspects I really loved was I saw a maitre d' that was working the floor. And he was an older gentleman. That was Gus. And the server told us that he had been working there since the 1950s. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's incredible. You only I missed mean, one day of working. Since wow, that's that amazing. So, I mean, that just, I mean, the service was great, and I, I thought it was great. All right, Stanley, this is your restaurant. If people want a piece of prime rib, tell them why they need to go to House of Prime Rib. They need to go to House of Prime Rib because you're going to leave there full, you're going to leave there happy, and you're going to. Yeah, you may spend a little bit of money, but you'll feel like you, it was uh, every cent was worth it. All right. What about you, Jamie? I would recommend it. If you're in the mood for a huge you know, piece of meat and just a really comforting meal in a traditional atmosphere, um, I would definitely recommend it. Brian, now that your cholesterol is back in check, <laughs> what, what about you? Special occasions, uh, pretty over the top. Rich food, very delicious, little spendy for me. Okay. Not foo-foo. <laughs> not fendi, not foo -foo. <laughs> if you would like to try the house of prime rib it's on van ness in san francisco the telephone number is 415-885-4605 it's open every day for dinner reservations are recommended and the average tab per person without drinks is around fifty dollars well i want to thank you guys did you have fun on the show was it a, yeah. was it a good time yeah, this is good. all right next time you get to eat the cheese the food was great <laughs> We featured Brian's Sonoma Meritage Martini Oyster Bar and Grill in Sonoma, where experiences and opinions varied from Stanley's liking it but feeling that the service was minimal and that it was too much money and not enough food, to Jamie's general disappointment with the menu. Jamie's Cajun Pacific in San Francisco found favor with everyone for the food, although Stanley felt that it was a little like walking into a closet and the wait for food was just too long, while Brian is ready to go again and won't complain about the parking. And Stanley's choice of House of Prime Rib in San Francisco brought consensus that it was a great place for celebration with wonderful, traditionally prepared beef, generous servings. It's the place for carnivores. Brian felt that a reservation there, though, should come with a health warning. <laughs> <laughs> now for all you wine lovers, did you know that there's a KQED wine club? You can find great discounts on international wines, recipes, and a lot more if you go to kqed.org slash wine club. So check it out. And don't forget to join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check Please Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers. 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 This show is available in high definition, on demand, and via podcast. For additional information on the restaurants featured, to comment, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash checkplease.